Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Spill It. My name is Marcus. Let me just get rid of those bad boys so that you can see my beautiful eyes. Uh, My name is Marcus, and I'm here to guide you through an amazing episode of connecting people, inspiring each other, and a little bit of learning. Welcome to my uh, show, Spill It. This is a show, as I say, that we get to speak to people from all walks of life, who want to connect to each other, we want to inspire, and we want to learn. So, I've got a brilliant episode going on tonight. It's going to be absolutely men- mental. Mental. Mental is the correct word. Because I have got Simon, who is a mentalist, so Darren Brown-esque. Um, he's coming on the show, and he's going to be talking about everything to do with his journey through depression and how he's managed to utilise the skills um, and the experiences that he gained through going through depression to better his show and come up with his own stage show to help other people through depression through his art. I think it's going to be an absolutely amazing episode. Martin Wright is straight in saying, evening, evening, Martin. I hope you're okay. Thank you for joining. Yes, this is going to be a good episode. It's going to be an amazing episode. So get those comments and get those questions rolling through. Now, normally at this time, straight away off the bat, what I'll normally do is I will nominate somebody within the local area or a little bit wider area and who is somebody really as an unsung hero. And today I thought, well, there's actually somebody else that I would love to um, say hello to and put highlight. He's a very, very, very good friend of mine. He's getting married, or he has got married, actually. That happened earlier on this afternoon. So today is his wedding day. So I wanted to say a massive uh, congratulations, best wishes, all of that to Michael and Darcy. Uh, you two are going to be uh, an amazing, happy couple, bride and groom um, up in Glasgow. It's the, the, the wedding of the year, uh, and I'm just glad that it actually went through okay. Um, I've not heard anything from them, so I'm assuming everything happened okay. I had a Snapchat from uh, from Michael. It's weird calling him Michael. His name is, uh, that I know him as, is his surname, which is Whiteford. So I, I normally call him Whiteford. But I got a Snapchat from Whiteford earlier today with, in his suit with his little tie and uh, obviously his little flower here as well, saying it's showtime. So I'm assuming the wedding went okay. I really do hope that it did. Best wishes to both you and Darcy. You're going to be an absolutely amazing couple. So there you go. I wanted to take this opportunity to say that. Thank you so much, guys, for coming in and saying hello. It's going to be, as I say, a mind... Um, it's all to do with the mind. A mind-blowing episode. Welcome to episode 13, The Mind Sleuth. I just thought it was a really, really cool name for the show, to be fair. It is The Mind Sleuth, because we are joined by Simon, who will be joining us at 7.15 p.m., and he is branded as Simon the Mind Sleuth. And I just thought, 
I don't actually need to change anything to do with that name. I can just have it as the Mind Sleuth. So that is what the episode is called. It's called The Mind Sleuth. We have got another uh, comment coming through from Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Hope you're okay. Uh, Stephen, I'm tuning in as I've suffered with anxiety and depression for years with several panic attacks. I've took medication for about five years now and recently it's flaring up again. Well, yeah, this is going to be the, a, a brilliant episode for you because we're going to talk about our experiences. And obviously, um, I'll be able to talk about my experiences as well. I've gone through depression many, many years ago. And, you know, it'll be a, it's going to be a good episode where people can just jump on and talk about their experiences. Simon's going to talk about his experiences. I can talk about mine and how we both got through it. And with Simon, it's his opportunity to talk about how he has been able to use his experiences to further his art his art and his art form there you go right so make sure guys as well when you are jumping in and you are saying hello there are plenty of people watching already uh, all you have to do is hit that share button and let's get spill it far farther 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 and wider we're only going out there to other people we want uh, other people to join in with the community as well it is a nice safe space in here uh, and it's a space that I want to. I want it to keep growing. I want it to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the only way that that's going to happen is if you guys hit that share button and invite people over to come and watch the show. As I say, Simon is joining us at seven fifteen PM. It's going to be a great episode. But for now, guys, let's do it. let's discuss the weather. That's right, it's weather time. So I want to know what the weather is like where you are. All you have to do is go over to the window, take a sneaky peek look outside, and let me know what the weather is like where you are and tell me exactly where you are too. So all you need to do is let me know what the weather is like. We have three stages of weather. Um, I don't want, oh, it's glorious sunshine, oh, it's a little bit cloudy. None of that, no, no, no. We have three stages of weather. The first stage good it's great weather great weather out there i say three stages it's not it's two stages i don't know where i got third one from but it's two stages two stages of weather the first one is it's great it's glorious there is sunshine and blue skies everybody loves blue skies don't they the second weather is that it's a little bit shit so it's either we have got great weather or it's a little bit shit so you tell me exactly where you're watching from and what the weather is like where you are watching from. So, uh, Stephen has gladly shared it. Thank you so much, Stephen, for sharing it. Much appreciated. And um, yeah, I'm in Preston. I'm looking outside. <laughs> I would say it's a little bit shit. It's not it's greatly. It's, it, it, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll go with the. Uh, we'll go with what I've said. It's a little bit shit. There's overcast. It's grim. There's no sunshine in the sky. It's, it is. It's a little bit shit. So uh, we don't want that, do we? Uh, where are you watching from? And what is the weather like where you are? Keep those comments rolling in, and then we'll keep coming back to them. Right. Moving on to our last section. So on the last section, um, so we normally have a competition. And the competition runs every two weeks. However, what I'm going to start doing now, going forward, is the competition is going to be running every once a month okay and it'll be a question for a month period and at the end of the month 
I will choose a winner from all of the episodes, but what it'll be, it'll be a secret word on each and every episode throughout that month, which means that you need to be listening all the way through that month. And at the end of the month, I will ask for the uh, four or five uh, code words, if you will, and you will, all, uh, and then you'll be put into the draw to win Spill It merchandise. So, amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, but for now, what I'll also be doing is a brand new section called Agony Funkle. That's right, guys. I'm a fun uncle. Uh, it's Agony Funkle. Essentially, what I want from this is I'll be putting a post up at the start of October, so in two weeks' time. And all I'll be wanting from you guys is your problem so that I can help you out like the Agony Funkle I am. So it could be a made-up problem. It could be a real problem. It could be a problem from your neighbor. It could be a problem from your family member. It could be anybody at all. Whatever that problem is, you're going to put it on this post, and then I will choose some to actually problem-solve and give my agony funkal expertise. So it could be something like, I woke up this morning or last night or whenever, and uh, there was somebody in my bed, and I have no idea who they are, and I don't know, and they, they now are wanting to be more part of, part of my life even more, and I don't know what to do. And my advice would be something like, just tell them to get lost. And it'll be, it'll be a, just a fun, lighthearted way of giving you sound advice. I think that's pretty cool. I think that is pretty cool. Uh, Stephen is saying that's Christmas sorted. Well, uh, I'm hoping it is. Just make sure that you go over to www.thatsoutsgay.com and type in the code M4RCUSLWE and you will get 30% off this Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Right, guys. Make sure that you've shared. Make sure that you're leaving comments. It is just about that time. What time are we on? 13 minutes past. We've got two minutes until Simon comes on. Um, so what I'm wanting you to do Oh, Scott's come on. Sorry, I am late. Scott, you're never late. You're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not a time thing, Scott. You can jump in and jump out whenever you want to. Don't worry about it, mate. But thank you for uh, thank you for coming. Uh, problems with moving stuff. Oh, bless. Uh, so Scott is uh, getting new things for his house, so he's moving things around. I'm assuming that's what I think. I'm assuming that's what you mean, Scott. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, right. Make sure, guys, you've got yourself a drink. I've got mine right here. Look at that. You watched me all take a sip of my brew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, make sure yourselves, you make sure you've got yourselves a drink. Make sure that you ask plenty of questions. Simon is going to be coming on in, within the next minute. He is a what, what he brands himself as a mind sleuth. Uh, he is a mentalist, so picture like Darren Brown's type thing. Um, you know, he could be, he could, wink, wink, he could be doing something on tonight's show. That'd be awesome. But um, all, above all, he's going to be talking about his journey through depression and how he has, you know, he's through that journey, used the experiences to help his act, which would be absolutely amazing, to be fair. So, we are at quarter past. We are at quarter past, ladies and gentlemen. As I say, keep those comments rolling through. And please give a massive round of applause and a very nice warm welcome to Simon. Hey. Hi, Simon. How are you? 
I'm all right. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm all right. Cheers. I'm just glad you didn't catch me singing. I was just about to burst into song as you went. <laughs> as you said, let me introduce Simon. And I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> well, Kelly is very excited. Uh, she's very excited for this episode. So we'll be, uh, we'll be keeping Kelly entertained, I'm sure, throughout today's episode. Um, how are you? You doing all right? I'm all right. Cheers. I'm a bit tired. I've um, one way to help my mental health. I've started um, doing um, Muay Thai training. So uh, I'm going that? to the gym. Um, what's that? What? What's Muay Thai? Yeah. Um, it's called the Art of Eight Limbs. It's like a martial art uh, that uses punching, kicking, elbows, knees. Okay. So I, that, I've always. It's, it sounds like a coffee. <laughs> it, it could be maybe we could bring that out yeah yeah make some money <laughs> uh right well you are now officially on the show you nervous no i'm all right actually I, I, in the past i'd have been ready to bolt out the window at this point but um <laughs> i'm actually feeling quite fine and hi Stephen. thanks for your comment I've never um, responded to live comments before, so this is new for me. <laughs> it's good. They're a friendly bunch anyway, so there you go. Oh, Scott's come in saying karate. So is it like karate then? Along the similar lines, yeah. They're all under one, aren't they, martial arts? So I just thought I'd no. do it to... I've put on a bit too much weight. As I've, I've told you before, looking at pictures from my show in February, and I was like, there's 80 pictures here, and I think I like one, and that's when... It's mainly someone else, not me. So I thought I best do something about it because I've done nothing during lockdown. So, <laughs> well, uh, are you ready for your very first question? Sure. Unless it's so, going to be some really hard one that I don't have the answer to. <laughs> you should know this one. This one should be a dead easy question for you. Who is Simon? Not a clue. I said it there. I've not a clue who Simon is. <laughs> no, um, I, 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 I always think about this because it's one question where the, um, I'll go into it. Tonight. I have two sides of myself. So the dark side of me wants to come now and give you every hateful thing I've ever said about me and say that I'm, a, I'm weird, I'm strange. Um, but I now tell people I'm dead, which is quite a, a weird one. But it means determined enough, aware and driven. Um, wow okay because um, I got dead tattooed on my fingers and it is the start of a down sleeve but I thought I've got to put some positive spin on it if ever any children see me and go what why does that mean dead you don't want to be like oh well it's about depression my little friend and I, <laughs> I, that's what I think about but that's how I see myself um, I'm like I say I'm a mind sleuth so I'm I'm trying to feel enough about myself and be determined to push myself on while blocking out that negativity and hatefulness that lives inside me because I can feel it now wanting to come out and it's just trying to quieten that voice inside every day and just take your mind off it but then deal with it when it comes round instead of going I'm going to stay in bed all day today which and what was that pattern. it was determined aware uh, determined enough aware oh, enough. and driven enough aware and driven absolutely love that by the way and um, so i'm just going to put that into the chat so people can see it and then we go um, well, it, i actually came up with it um a bit ago i was doing um, a course do you know um people are running free courses online for like businesses and things and 
One was um, a speaker challenge and you had to come up with something. And I thought about it. I thought, I don't care if I get nothing else out of this course. That's my next show title. Simon Cafferty is dead. Boom. I thought, that's my work done for the past six months. Now I can go <laughs> back to my life. I've just gone, I'm dead now. That's it. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, Kelly says, weird and strange is a good thing. It is. I, I, I do agree with that. I used to, hate's a strong word, but I'd always say weird in the negative sense. But I've realised now that I am weird and it's not a bad thing. You know, my hair's not really on point tonight. It's a disgrace, really. But <laughs> <laughs> I have that pink mohawk normally walking down the street. I am a bit weird. And I just think, just go with it. Because there's no point trying to be like, I don't know what normal is. That's what I've decided. I always say it to my brother, who's a lot different to me, but similar in sense of humour. And he always says, why do we talk about these stupid things? And I said, well, what's normal? What do you want me to do? Ring you up and talk about the weather or the news? I said, that's not me. I said, let's just talk about Peter Kay, Phoenix Knights and Keith Lloyd with dogs and stuff like that. That's if you've seen Phoenix Nights, that is. If you've not, that's a weird reference. <laughs> um, okay, so that's who Simon is. So what was past Simon like? Um, no tattoos, about seven stone lighter and a skinhead. And I think I still have the glasses. No one wants to imagine that. Uh, but... <laughs> I think I was thinking about this because that's all I seem to do recently is because I've started journaling. Um, I kind of ponder things from the past to try and help me. And I tried to pinpoint a time when I was a kid if if depression started then. But I was actually fine as a kid. I had those moments of, you know, like when you go and visit a college or something when you're in secondary school or you go on a trip in primary school. I'd not want to do it and I'd get nervous, but you just put it down to like, oh, I'm just a kid. Everyone gets nervous. Boom. And yeah. You forget about it. And then I think I was about uh, 20, 19, 20. I don't know. About 2008. Um, and I decided to finish the job I was doing and go to uni um, in Preston to do sports coaching. And it was the same day as my younger brother was going to Loughborough Uni. So I was due to go on this like team bonding trip, shall we say. And my dad dropped me off and I went in the gym and I was fine. I was like, I wasn't nervous, wasn't anything. Did this workout. And then as I was getting changed, I felt that how I describe it is like, when your heart starts beating a bit faster and the butterflies start going. And I, and I thought, this is a bit strange, but I thought, ah, oh, you'll be fine. And all I ever remember is walking out into, if anybody knows you, Clam, where they've just built the new engineering massive building. That used to be the car park to the gym. And I came out there and I remember my mind going, go left to get on this coach and go on this trip with everyone from my course or go right and go home. And I just felt this overwhelming dread that I couldn't do it and people had take the mick out of me or because I wasn't living at holds I wouldn't be as close as them and I just went right go on and I, I think I made it all the way back to Preston train station opened a cubicle sat down and burst out crying and I'd never done that before and I, I didn't know what it was I was kind of like why I don't get it 
this is weird. So I think I went and bought a DVD to cheer myself up because student loans had come in, as you do, and um, went home and didn't think about it. And then for the next few weeks, every time I got in the car to go to uni, I'd get so far from my house, break down crying and turn back round and go back to bed. And I ended up leaving that course. That was, I think I lasted about two months. It, weirdly enough, I went in on every Tuesday. I am very strange in that it scared the living hell out of me every other day, but every Tuesday afternoon for sports science that I didn't like, I was first one there. <laughs> and you're in your mind going, well, why can't you go and do the other stuff? And I kind of just forgot about it. And I had the moments of, you know, late nights crying and you just didn't know what was going on. And then I got another job. And on my first day, I was due to go in. And I, again, I couldn't get up. I didn't want to go. I was too scared, too worried. And I think that was the point when the doctor gave me some, I don't know what they were, some antidepressants. And I went about six months getting better before getting another job, <laughs> lasting about six months till the start of 2010. And then it just, for two years, I just did nothing. I stayed up late hurled every abusive thing in my mind at myself wanted to kill myself a lot and I hurt myself a bit and just little things like that where you'd it'd be I always describe it as it's easier to be it was always easier to be down than it was to get out of bed and do stuff because I'd always tell myself if you get up right now you're going to be um you're going to let yourself down or do something bad Whereas if you just stay in bed, nothing's going to hurt you in bed. You can sleep the day away and uh, enjoy, not enjoy yourself, but you feel like that's the best you can do for yourself. And I'm trying to get to the present day quite quickly here. <laughs> then, then I went to uni. I mean, to, to be fair, it's it's all right because obviously, like the the feelings that obviously you were going through then, the the kind of type of feelings that people may uh, have now and things like that. So obviously, because. Yeah. So uh, looking back when I was uh, in college at the time, so I was at Preston College and I um, I got to a point, I was very much in my own head and I stopped going to college because being in my bed and doing nothing was much better because I didn't want, I didn't want to go. So I was doing performing arts at college and to go over to, to uh, do performing arts, you had to act. You had to be happy. You had to be over, uh, over, you know, over exaggerate everything. You had to, you, you had to be this larger than life character. And at the time, I didn't want to be. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to just kind of be within myself and be just in my own negativity, if you will, be in my own little puddle. And whether that be in the bed or locking myself in the flat or whatnot. They're the feelings that just creep upon you and they just overtake your, your normal self. And it does take a while before even people realise that there's something going wrong and that there's something happening, that you need help. And obviously you don't ask for help either when you're going through something yeah. like that. Because to you, it's just that you don't think to yourself, oh, there's actually something wrong here. You just think... Uh, this is me. Like, I, I, I don't want to do this. You don't even think. Like, let's be honest, you don't think. You just be, if you will. You just kind of exist. Yeah, you um, just kind of, you, you stay in that. Like, like you said, it's that 
putting on a mask of even when I'm happy, I still do it because obviously you don't act the same way around your parents as you do your friends or your grandparents or your workmates or your football teammates. Say, um, but when you're depressed, you it's what I do is I try and put that mask on and be happy, and people to make people think that I was fine so that they wouldn't ask me all those questions of like because I think the hardest question to answer is you go. I want to kill myself, and they go, why? And it stops you because you go, I can't explain it. I just mm. do. I've got, I don't like myself. I don't think anything good's going to happen. I'm just letting people down. I'm letting my parents down. They've got, I used to say to myself, they've got my younger brother. He's um, a lot more, I would say, accomplished and straight-laced than me. So my mind would tell me, they don't need you. You know, they've got him. And they'll, and every all your friends will learn to move on from you. And they'll, uh, there was a song by Blue October that um, says, hate me today, hate me tomorrow. And I thought, play that at my funeral so then they can get over me quicker just by hating for what I'm going to do. Mm. And I just have that dialogue in my head all the time of, of just like trying to not t- like talk yourself out of, not killing yourself, but then just sitting there, just got going deeper and deeper into that darkness, just going, pardon my language to anyone watching, you're a prick, you're a, you know, you're the world's worst person. And it's when you said as well about how you don't think other people see it. And one person who did for me was, it's like a standout moment when I was at uni, I got really, within the space of about a couple of weeks, they were going to, kicked me off the course not out of anything bad I was just not turning up this was 2013 and it was more because I was getting nervous and I didn't want to go in and I had a mentor who was brilliant I had her for three years and she quickly learned what I'm like she let me be me and weird and talk nonsense for half an hour and then we got to the serious stuff of of how I was feeling and she told me she said I think they're gonna asked you to step away from the course because you're not turning up and she went what would you do if the course was like pulled from me I suppose is the word I said I said I'd kill myself and she said why I said I've got nothing else I said right now I just have this sports journalism and I then just kept getting it into my head that I couldn't do it and I got really down all the way back from London with one of my friends and hid it from them but then as soon as I walked out of the train station at Blackburn my dad picked me up and he just, he told me a week later, he thought that was it for me. He thought I was, I wouldn't last the week. And I look back on it and go, how did he know? Do you know that like, I didn't show any, I didn't think I was showing anything in my face, but he always says in a non-creepy way, uh, it's in my eyes. So I, I don't uh, look in my eyes now when I'm, when I'm feeling down, because I don't know what he sees. It's quite, it's quite, it was weird when he said it. And yeah. I've just kind of like, that made me realise people do know more than you think. And people, I think they do want to help. But what I always found when I, when I'm, and I still do it now, I'll message, say I messaged um, you uh, when I was down and I said, oh, I'm feeling, I'm, I feel shit tonight. Um, I hate myself. Nothing's going right. And you, and you understood and you went, and that was the end of the conversation. You helped me. And then, the, that same, you would then go, if you ever feel down again, don't be afraid to text me. 
But then, say a week later, a month later, you get down on yourself again. But I won't want to text that same person because I get it in my head that they'll go, come on, pal, About you were feeling like this a week ago. We talked about this a week ago. So you then start telling yourself, like, I shouldn't tell people then because they've heard it all before. They don't want to he hear me on a broken record going, I'm down. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I've got this darkness eating away at me. And I just saw a bit of that comment then where he says, like, my heart's aching. And, and that's exactly what, what I'm like on the inside. When you feel it's like a pain of, like, like a, I get, like, a lump in my stomach, like an anchor pulling down. And it's really hard to explain to people. That's actually a really good word. Aching, that's such a good word. Because I, I, I try and describe it and you just go, I've got this darkness that's peering out at me. And people go, they look at you as if to say, are you strange? Are you are you gonna are you a bit of a psychopath really on side? And I'm like, no, I just have this other thing inside me that feeds me poison for hours on end. But like yeah. someone said, you, you get through it, and I mean, I, I it's taken me until um, this lockdown to actually feel better in terms of I did my um, I had a few instances I don't really, that, that were similar that I've been on before in like 2018, 19 where. I tried doing Mowok magic because Mowok and magic people, such a gimmick. I thought it'd take off, but it never did. Uh, and I'd get too nervous and I'd be down on myself. And I ended up doing, uh, starting as a mind sleuth. And last Christmas, I got asked to do the Blackburn Lights um, switch on. So just just before we, you continue with that, if you if we just take a step back and just take, I know, if you I, can explain years forward, <laughs> if you can explain uh, to people who are watching and listening, um, what is a mind sleuth? It's just a fancy way of saying mentalist or magician. Really, I I don't like the term magician because I think when you tell people magician they think you're going to instantly pull out playing cards or coins or if they've had a bad experience with a magician they'll they some people go oh a magician and they don't give you a chance so but a lot of people don't get what a mentalist is as well they think that you're crazy so i thought mind sleuth is like mind detective and it's just about using my own intuition and um, showing the power of the mind and just Doing similar things to what a magician would would basically do, but taking it like you said, Darren Brown. But he's a completely different animal. Is Darren Brown? He's he's my hero. If I had to choose anyone that I want to be, he's like his stage pre. Do you know like when you you emerge yourself in something? I used to watch Darren Brown just to be amazed, and I still am. But now I watch him as he takes over the stage. Like when you said performing arts, you'll know about. I don't really understand it, but you know, like when someone there's he's he's a small guy, yet the whole room's just drawn to him, if that makes sense. And I'm yeah. like, how can such a like a small guy like have all this power? And it's just because he's worked on his craft, but he's just he's amazing, is that man? So you so you've explained what a mind sleuth is. So obviously you were so continue your story. So you was invited to the the switch on. Yeah, I'd um, I'd started as, as a mind sleuth and thought I'd try and get it going because the malt magic failed and I'd had my times where I've I'd tried to start um I've seen a quote is it more uh, not really it's not really more spiritual Scott it's more I don't really 
if, I, if people believe in psychics and you know things like that, spiritual type things, I, that's I don't know the word. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't. That's their beliefs, and I don't like to mess with that in terms of you know like Ouija boards and things. If I tried doing that, I'd, I've got a Ouija tattooed on me, but I would never try and mess with them. But I'm not really spiritual. It's just more mind. I suppose the easiest way is mind trickery. But I don't like yeah. trick because people think you're trying to pull one on them, but you, you're just trying to entertain them. Maybe I should be mind sleuth entertainment. <laughs> That'd be easier, wouldn't it? So then people would be like, boom. I think the uh, I think the the mind sleuth thing I think that works really well. I don't think you need the entertainment on there or anything like that because it is that intrigue about what is that? What like and it opens up the the conversation about it, and I think that's really really cool. That's um, it. I like I like that when people go what they always yeah. ask the thing. You go I'm a mind sleuth what, and then you go <laughs> well thank thank you for that. Yeah, oh, well that's what I say when I do close up stuff in the past. What used to get me nervous was approaching people because you're interrupting their conversations to show them something and i'd like build it up in my head going they're gonna they're not gonna want to see what you've got to offer makes me sound like a drug dealer <laughs> and i but i'm i'm about six foot one when i've got like obviously brighter hair tattoos on my hands and i come in a um waistcoat and I come storming over to you at an event, you're going to wonder what's happening. And that's that's how I start now. I just woke up and they look at me and I go, I bet you wonder what I'm here selling, don't you? And then <laughs> it breaks the ice for me and then it makes them kind of go, ah. and then I just do what I'm doing now. I ramble, show them something, move on. But yeah, to, this is what, like I said with me, I'm very serious and then I'm very wacky. <laughs> if, we, if we had three hours we'd cover so much um but yeah blackburn lights um they it was only during the day and they wanted me to do 20 minutes and i'd never done stage stuff before and i and i think that was the first turning point because doing the close-up stuff walking up to just say two people makes me nervous but getting on stage that should really have scared the living bejesus out of me really but i was actually a lot calmer and, and what actually helped me was I was on people say like oh can this stuff go wrong and yeah it can and it's the most scary thing in terms of in my mind where I was doing my first thing based on it's like a maths principle type thing and it was going wrong and I could feel it going wrong and I, in my head my mind just went there's the exit leg it just just run for your life Nobody knows who you are. Shave your hair off. Move to a foreign country. It doesn't matter. Nobody will, will ever catch you. They'll never see you again. But I just thought, nobody knows where you're going with this. Nobody's going to add up what's on this board. So I just made up an answer. I shouldn't say that. And it relaxed me so much that I just kind of went, oh, I can do this now. And that was like the first turning point of going, I can quiet these demons. I can quiet these voices in my head and just enjoy the moment of, I think there was about maybe 20 people gathered, which was quite good, actually. Nobody wanted to come up on stage, which is fair enough. I, th I had my trusty, it is here somewhere, my trusty basset hound. I love basset hounds, so uh, I threw that into the crowd instead of myself. I don't think people could catch me. 
<laughs> I um and the, it's always funny when you do it. It's like um when you ask someone who wants to help out and you go like you throw the bass at hand and it comes towards someone and they kind of just watch it drop in front of them because they don't want to catch it because they think you're going to like try and embarrass them. But I would never want treating that way. So I just want just just you to you don't have to move. Just please just help me. But yeah, it is always I have to tell people now to catch it because it will hurt. It, you know, even though it's a bass hound, it's got quite solid eyes. So if that hits <laughs> you, I, I don't want to use my public liability insurance on a yeah. stock plush toy incident. <laughs> That'll get me in news, though, I suppose. And then I could. Yeah, maybe, yeah. You know, don't All give me news ideas. is good news as well. <laughs> it's true. But then. So, um, so I was just going to say, and then I read a few books on Stoic, the Stoics, and it's all about control and just controlling yourself in the present moment and don't think ahead. And that's the one thing that I've started to do better is journal by just going, oh, I'm nervous about three weeks on Friday. And you go, but that's three weeks on Friday. You, you've got X to do today. You've got to go to the gym today. Focus on that. And then when oh, three weeks on Friday comes, focus on that. And I make it sound so easy. It's not. I, you know, I still have those doubts telling me you're useless and you should not do anything. And, and you know, just to, I so much want to crawl up into a ball all the time and just go, I can't be bothered today. But I know that if I do that, I kind of won't, not won't come back, but you know what I mean? You won't see me for about six months because I'll just be hiding. So, how did you um so obviously going uh, mixing the two together so using yeah. um the, the the experiences from depression how did that help you with your act i think just talking about it um i think because it took the pressure off me kind of in a with, not in like i don't want people to feel sorry for me but when i kind of go I'm Simon, I, I do this mind sleuth. It's about the power of the mind. And they say, oh, what, what about the mind? And you go, well, I've suffered from depression. And it's um, I want to show that anyone can, you know, take the time, you can strengthen your mind. And, and it kind of, so I kind of thought, well, why don't I just talk about it more? And because there's a, a lyric, I have it wrote down somewhere. I have so many lyrics scattered about my room that, um, it's by a band called Icon Fire, and it says, this is the song I'm too scared to write, but some of you may need it tonight. And um, that's what got me started by doing it. I thought, even if I just tell one random person, even when I'm nervous at a show, like before I meet someone, I just go, I feel really nervous right now. And they go, why? And you go, it's just me. At least then you're not letting it bug you inside and you this random person is then then they see you as being human as well. Not not that anyone sees me as not human, but you know that thing where they think performers sometimes put themselves on pedestals and they think they're better than you. Yeah. So I'm always I, I want to seem like I, I could be your friend. I should start I, it's like I'm starting a self help group. Join my join my please do not <laughs> But it's so, it, it was like it was like that. It was just get um Think, I just wanted to talk about it if I could help one person. If, if one person could hear me go, I've wanted to kill myself, and they go, 
Bald on a minute, he's confident enough to walk around with um, a mohawk and tattoos, and he is a chatty person. If he can suffer from it, then wow. And so I just thought, let's just do this this show to give me chance to share my experiences and talk about lyrics and what's helped me, but then show some cool things as well involving staple guns and um, children's TV shows. There he is. As you can see, that's why I needed to go to gym. Um, <laughs> that's the negative side of me. But um, that's when my hair looks on fire. But th Literally. That's it where, with, yeah. Actually, I forgot that it, it looks more orange there. I thought it was yellow. <laughs> I think I'm going colorblind now as well. <laughs> but I, I love that was the thing I was most excited to perform with. It. It's like a Russian roulette with staple guns and even though you know it can go wrong, you kind of, the adrenaline kicks in and you like it's like that, you live in the moment. Just by yeah. being in that moment and I don't worry about what's coming afterwards or what's just been, because I did do a few things wrong that night, but that's helped me as well because I'm learning to look back on things without hating myself. Instead of going, oh, you're an idiot then, you shouldn't have said that or you shouldn't have done that, I've kind of gone, well, actually, why don't you just look at it and do it like this and like that? I've reached the end of my road. Don't stop here. Keep running by the anchor. That's another good lyric. I love I love song lyrics. If anybody, this is a genuine, if anybody has any songs that helps them when they're down or if just general songs that have good lyrics, post them and I'll check them out. Not that I'm going to do anything with them. <laughs> it makes it sound like it's a competition. Um, but... <laughs> I love hearing, you know, those lyrics that stick with you and yeah. like you can tell yourself and then I'll end up getting them tattooed on me because I love them that much. That's why I've got, like you say, my show titles on my hand so I don't forget it. It's not like that. It was, the tattoo came first, not the show name. <laughs> um, so what would be your advice for uh, someone who might be su suffering or potentially suffering with depression, they just don't know that they that they are, or they may know somebody who is going through something, what would be your advice to them? I'd say from what I've learned, definitely if you can speak to someone, because that's always the main, as, as hard as it is, because you are, like we said, it is always, it is awkward just to tell someone how you're feeling that you don't like yourself and you want to die. But just by getting it out, you start healing yourself. But I know as well that seeing a counsellor, say, or talking to a friend might only happen once a week. And that's a scary thing because I used to go counselling and I'd love, my counsellor was great, come out feeling good. Then three days later, I'd be feeling bad again. And I know I'm not seeing her for like another four days. So you'd go, you know, like a wave up and down all the time. So yeah. I'd say one thing that's helped me, and it's not for everyone, but journal. If you can, um, it can be laptop or pen and paper like I do it. I think I've got about three journals going at the minute where I just think of something and just write about it. Or I tell myself, I'm not tell, or if I'm feeling down or angry like I was a bit ago, I'll just write all the venomous, hateful things out. So it's like I'm talking to someone, but I know nobody's ever going to see it as well. And that helps me to kind of put things in order. So I go you like look back at it and go, why were you so angry about someone saying that? That doesn't affect you. You can leave that yeah. now. And then 
try and try and find or you can message me if anybody wants to talk you know i'm happy to if anyone feels down and they just want someone to talk to and they, they sometimes talking to someone you don't know is actually a lot better because you know that you might never see that person again there's there's when, less there's less judgment when it comes to talking to somebody who you don't really have that connection with or know them like you know you maybe know of them but not completely yeah. know them so there's that level of um normally you, you push yourself back from trying to open up to some people that you know and obviously it's easier to do that with somebody that you don't know because there is that lower judgment if you will yeah they won't put the well your friends won't as well and that's that's the, the thing from um i can't say stoicism i read it but i can't say it um th that's all about how you we can't control what anybody else is thinking because like right now all i can control is what come what i say and what i think i can't control what and i don't know you know what you're thinking what anybody else watching is and until you said so if you then went I hate you. I know you wouldn't, but you know, something like that. Then I have to react to it. But until then, that's just the thought that I don't have to react to. I can just go, just go, oh yeah, I feel a bit awkward, but I don't have to be awkward. I can just embrace it or just discard it, which is hard to do at first. But it's like putting yourself down once you get in the routine of correcting yourself. I think people must judge, not judge me, but when I'm driving and I'll be singing, and then I'll say something bad about myself in my head and I'll go, no, you're not. And I'll stop myself. And then mm -hmm. it's always when you're in traffic. So there's a car next to you. And like you, you then look and go, I wonder if they saw me like proper giving, <laughs> like having a go at myself for no reason. <laughs> um, so what's next? So obviously you've, you've got, you've done the, um, the, the, the mixing the, of, the, of your experiences with your stage show. So what is, what is next? Uh, hopefully not a white getting dragged off in a white jacket to by someone <laughs> after watching this. Um, I want to. It's hard at the minute, obviously, with the coronavirus and things. But I'd love to uh, take my show into schools and colleges to talk about mental health in a different way. Because I know that when I was at uni, I had the attention span of. They'd mention football after 10 minutes and I'd go to sleep and just not know what to do. And so if you can get their attention with the sleuthing and then talk about problems, talk about what you've been through, it might encourage them to then seek out help and, you know, people like, um, and talk to more people. So, and, and I want to perform my show more. I, I was going to do it so much more. And then it was like the week before the lockdown or two weeks before the lock, it was like the 28th of Feb, my show. And then I'm there going, I'm going to go to Leicester, London, because um, places that I knew people to help me promote it. And then it just said lockdown. So I went, all right, then I'll lock myself down. There's nothing I can really do with it. So once everything's back to normal, that's what I want to do. Tip. And like you say, if you can just help one person, if they one person goes, um, you know, you've helped a little bit boom and i'm gonna to say to scott before i forget if i don't know how much it is now it's not full like i can't say it's sto stoic i'm just gonna say stoic there's a book by a guy that i've got called the obstacle is the way by um, a guy called ryan holiday i i got it on apple i think 
for 99p. And that's all about turning obstacles and adversity to your advantage. But he uses, that's what got me interested in the Stoic way of thinking, because he uses a lot of examples from the Stoics in his text as well. And the chapters are really short as well. So if you're like me with, where you don't want to be spending like three hours on one chapter, you can get it done quite quick. And then he sums it up so well. And then he, that's just made me look into a more Marcus Aurelius and Epictetus. See, why did all these Greeks from 2000 years ago have to have really hard names? Do they look, <laughs> if we went back in time and I said, my name's Simon, they wouldn't struggle with that. Yeah, Epic, I think I say it as Epictetus, but I don't think it's that. It's something else. Who knows? <laughs> that's um, another show. That's that's that that is for another show. Okay, um, okay. What? So, um, have you got any? Have you got any plans to to open the sh- the, the stage show back up or anything like that? Not at the moment, because uh, I don't want to try and sell tickets or do, and then everything gets shut down again, and you have to get refund. I tried to do yeah. an online show, but nobody seemed interested. So. I thought I'm just going to focus on myself for a bit and see if I can get myself straightened out in my head wise. So, excuse me, hopefully, I'm hoping like everyone after Christmas, in a, in a, I think in a strange coincidence, I'll end up doing my show again, the exact same show on the one year anniversary that I did it the first time. <laughs> and it'll only be, so I suppose the good thing is I'll be able to say that I've spent a year refining it so it should run smoother. So if you want to yeah. come back, you know, you know what's happening. But until, because a lot of my stuff is close up with people, you get people on stage, you, with these restrictions, you don't want to, I don't want yeah. to, you know, everyone comes up, just take some gloves, will you? Um, and then uh, rub the pen down, please. It'd take the show to like an hour and a half. Yeah. And I think people would get annoyed. So until hey, well, then. When you are ready and you have got the show ready to uh, come back on uh, and start up and everything, make sure that you let us know and you can obviously come back on the show again and you can publicise that show, you can talk about it um, and obviously we can we can do a massive push and get as many people as we can do to come in there, come and support the show because I think it'd be something really, really good for people to come and watch. So you've got you've got the backing of us anyway. So oh, that's, there you go. I know that's... Great, thank you. It, it is hard to not convince people, but do you know what I mean? Like to get people, because with Netflix and things these days, you know, it's um, a lot harder, isn't it? My first show was actually in Preston, so hopefully I'll do it again in Preston. I did it at the um, Stanley Arms. I don't know if you know oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, yeah. Leela. So hopefully. Oh, I'll de- definitely Preston. It's better than, I shouldn't say it, I'm from Blackburn, but. Blackburn doesn't have much going on for it anymore, night-wise. <laughs> night so Preston Preston and Darwin are like the future. Future, but the standard. Blackburn's just... I've never done a Zoom call, but I can do. If Stephen <laughs> like. I've, I've never done a Zoom call, so... Well, it's something that we can, uh, we can have a look at, can't we? Um, yep. Right. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you want the opportunity to to cover now? No, that's everything. It's, I think the only other thing would be a book, another book that helped me is Turn Your Pain Into Art by a, a lady called um, Ariel Bloomer, who's the lead singer of Icon for Hire. And she talks a lot about self-hate 
that's what I first learned the term. I knew what I, I knew I was having a go at myself, but I didn't know how to word it. And look at Danny. I know Danny Howarth. He, it's because he, it's because he's always out in Blackburn. That's why he's Blackburn's <laughs> number one. Number one. But um, uh, and then Kelly's commented as well. Maybe an online blog alongside the journal would help your confidence in promoting the show. I think that's a really good idea, yeah, actually. It is actually, yeah. I might try that. I, I did for a bit do notes from my underground, and then I kind of just you know when you get out of routine or something, and you just go. Mm. I think I got up to about twelve. Did it twelve times, and then I was like. No, then I did some videos and then I was like, oh, so I need to, that's my, that's the bad side of me. My motivation at times is shot. <laughs> well, uh, that just about takes us to the end of the show. Um, so at the end of every show, at the end of every uh, show, I, I, I uh, at the end of every episode, sorry, I get to ask my guests to give a quote, something that they Stand by, live by, etc. It could be something that they've heard. It could be something that um, that they have made up themselves. Anything at all, and it should be something that the audience and the watchers, the listeners, etc., should take away from today's show. Do you have a quote in mind? I do, but I can't remember it. <laughs> I'll pop, got, I'll pop it up for you. I know, you, I know, you've got it. <laughs> I, I have another one that I wrote down that's just as good, but that okay. one it. Um, the one that I've wrote down is the most formidable enemy lies hidden one's own heart, which I, I think is really true. And then that one is what I'm trying to learn to do now. Focus on the moment, not the monsters that may not be up ahead, because we give I think we give too much. I don't know if the word is credence to what's coming, whereas it's it'll be over and done with quicker than like this. You know, you say, come on, you think, oh, what am I going to talk about? Well, like after so long. And then boom, it's done. And you're like, I can't go back now. So it's just trying to focus on what you can do. And I thought Tell someone you. was just, yeah, I, I know what it's in reference to, but you know when you, your mind's not processing, it just says dead. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who is? I'm like, I think, where? I think Kelly, I think Kelly prefers your uh, your, your dead quote. Dead I think quote. that one's the uh, the the, 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 yeah, the that, winner. That I, I, I don't want this to happen, but I'm, if it did, it'd be quite funny. I, I'll end up walking through Preston and someone will just um, walk up to me and go, you're dead, aren't you? But what? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I, what did I do? And they'll go, no, you said it on that thing. I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, you. you're not going to kill me. <laughs> um, well, that then takes us to the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. However, however, stay tuned. Please stay tuned because I've got something else planned for you. So let me do my ending piece and then we will get to a little bit of a an extra something, if you don't mind, Simon. No, that's fine. So, next week's show, guys, uh, we are going to be talking to Debbie. Debbie runs a performing arts school, and she will be coming onto the show to talk about her experiences of having to go through lockdown and uh, furlough as well, obviously trying to do this performing arts school, but then also having to deal with the fact that when the big storm came, was it Storm Kyle? I think it was Storm Kyle. And then the performing arts school, when it was just about to be reopened, suddenly got flooded. So it's talking about that performing arts school and that experience. It's going to be a brilliant show, and I can't wait for that. As well, guys, don't forget, we have got Lockdown Heroes. So Lockdown Heroes is a an upcoming episode in November. You've got until the end of the 
Did I say the yeah, first week of November? Yeah. You've got to the end of this month, so the end of September, to nominate your lockdown hero. So it could be somebody who has helped you out uh, during lockdown. It could be somebody who came across uh, to your house and made you homemade stuff during lockdown. It could be somebody who was just there for you as a rock. It could be a friend, a neighbor, a relative. It could be your mum, your dad, your uncle. It could be your manager or a colleague, whoever it is. If they have helped you during lockdown, all you have to do is get in touch with me and nominate them and tell me why they are your lockdown hero. I'll be gathering all of those nominations together and I'll be choosing the top people to win a Spill It hamper from me as a thank you for just being an amazing lockdown hero. So make sure that you get those nominations through shortly. I'm also taking, a, I'm also booking episodes, sorry, for Crazy for Christmas, which will be our Christmas countdown through December, through the weeks of December, each episode will be highlighting somebody in the uh, in the community, a neighbour, friend, whoever. Uh, if they are crazy for Christmas, get them to get in touch with me because I want them to come on the show to spread some Christmas cheer and tell the world why we should all be merry at Christmas. I'm also doing another episode as well coming up in October for Halloween. It'll be a Halloween special. Now, this one is going to be a big one because Halloween is my time of year, ladies and gentlemen. But all I am looking for are people to come on to the show or want to come on to the show. What we will be doing is we'll be, uh, we will be watching a horror film or a couple of horror films uh, a few days before Spill It Goes Live, we'll be making notes and we'll be doing a deep dive into the films, the characters, uh, this, the plot, the storyline, like anything that was problematic, absolutely everything. And I want as many people on that as possible. Now, this particular show, normally we have uh, two people. Normally, normally we have two people on the show. I can have loads more people all on one screen. So if you are wanting to come onto the show and you're wanting to be part of that, get in touch and let me know because you can come on and we can talk about Halloween and specific horror films and all that lot. It'll be absolutely amazing. If you have enjoyed this show and you want to look at others, then all you have to do is like and follow Spill It as a page. You can then backtrack and you can watch all the other episodes and you can uh, stay tuned for all of the future episodes that we've got coming up. We go live every single Wednesday at 7 o'clock. And it's a new episode every single week. I am also accepting sponsors. So if you are a small company or a larger company, who knows, and you are wanting to use Spill It as a way to reach a wider audience or a different kind of audience, all you have to do is get in touch and I can run adverts for you. Simple, right? All you have to do is get in touch and we will look at doing a sponsor where you get your own little time slot and a little advert, like TV, because, you know, I'm, I'm very professional about this. You can get t a TV advert type thing during Spill It. How cool is that? Whew, there we go. So we are now at the end. Before I let everybody go, we have quite a few people watching still. Do you want to do a part of your act do something to do with I do, being I, I could do something i call i i, I tried to i was going to say um some sleuthing it's some sleuthing to, yes some, it's, it's a really i never thought i would say that word do you know there's those moments in your life um but as as, as i was as i've said to you before the hard thing the weird thing about this is because it's all based on on camera i'm trying to be as fair as possible without it being these aren't playing cards. There's no holes in this box. Um, 
I'm trying to be fair. So everyone, you you're gonna have to be my guide because I'm gonna close my eyes in a, a minute. Do you, so uh, do you want this to be me or do you want it yeah. to be okay? So we're, we're doing it as me. Um, okay. I'm give me, do, so give me two seconds. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm just going to quickly jump out of this and then reload it, uh, and then you can talk to the wider audience just while I'm jumping back in. Two seconds. All right, I'm full screen. Oh, give me head. Thanks for watching, though, everybody. It means a lot, whoever's tuned in. I'm a rambler. But stoism, as I've said, I, I forgot to mention one thing. I have a coin that says Memento Mori, which means you could leave right now and it's quite morbid in some respect but it's i use it as a reminder to you know i could get hit by a bus tomorrow morning so try to enjoy myself as much as i can in an it's a very morbid way before i start sleuthing but it was one thing i forgot to say about the stories and memento mori is just uh just to embrace everything your trials tribulations and just try and enjoy the present because we only get one shot don't we I feel like Eminem now. I'm going to crack into illusions. there. <laughs> but um, right. all, I'll do, all I'll do with this is, because like I said, I'm going to close my eyes. But here are about a list of about, I can't see, um, there's about 40. It's animals or sports. So you've got dog, American football, rounders, mixed martial arts, cricket, fishing, wolf. I, uh, do I need to turn my light down? Because I'm going to show it you without me looking. That's me in the door. Can you read? Yeah, okay. Yes. So, so what all I want you to do is, I will shuffle these up and throw things away. So all I want you to do is tell me when to stop. Then, because people think even though they're white on the back, I can see through them, which I cannot, I'm going to pull it from the middle. And then I'll close okay. my eyes, show you, put it back, put it in this box, all while my eyes are closed. Okay. So there's... So there's no way you think I'm being, I'm trying to look at anything. So yeah. all I'm going to do is just tell me when to stop. Just tell me when to stop. And stop. Okay, right. I will close my eyes. They are closed. Do I need to turn it upside down? No, nope, that's fine. I've got that. You can read that. Okay. Yep. I'm still blinded. Hello. <laughs> all right. So they're in the box. There's nothing there. I can put them down. I'll open my eyes. Wow. That is bright. So you're now thinking of an animal or a sport. Mm -hmm. And what this all is for me is I like to use it to get to know people because we all think in different ways. And how I normally define that is, is with colours. My favourite colour is yellow. Your favourite colour might be yellow, but we both have different reasons for liking that colour or that thing. So no mm -hmm. two people think alike or process information. So I'm going to try and access the information that you're now thinking of by asking you a couple of questions. There's no pressure on these questions. There's no right or wrong answer. I'm not going to go wrong. You, you should have said this. Um, and I want you to firstly think about if this is an animal or a sport. Okay. And just answer the question for me. Um, if you could live in the city or the country, which, do you which would you prefer to live in? City. City. Interesting. I suppose that I say interesting because I'm in the countryside in like Mellaway, but city, when you said that, it kind of looks up. So are you thinking of an animal? <laughs> yes. 
Okay. That, I always like when people laugh. It gives the confirmation. I, my, heart, my heart stops because I picked up on animal. But um, the next one is think about now if this is a one, two, three, four, or four, how many word, how many words are in this. So if it was say, um, I can't think of an animal with loads of things in it. Like a great reindeer or something. You think of two words. Okay. Um, or if it was. So is it dog, is it words or syllables? Uh, word just how many right. words so like you say if it was dog it'd just be one if it yeah. was um polar bear there we go there's two polar bear would be two um so while you think about that um what was your favorite subject at school english english that was quite a quick answer as well most people that like do you know like to english and you can see from you doing this you crack you're very creative so this is one word it's just one <laughs> yeah. single word yeah. Okay. And finally, think about see. Draw this thing in your mind, this animal in your mind, and as you do that, name any year from history. Nineteen eighty-seven. Have you been looking at my birth certificate? Nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> um, I got. See, I'm I'm either penguin. I can't. That is no. Was it penguin? Oh. That is shocked. that is crazy. <laughs> yes, it was a penguin. <laughs> oh, man. My heart stopped then because I, I didn't know if because you know like that shock moment that people have and you never know if you're right or wrong. <laughs> so. That is mental. That is absolutely mental. So it's like it's stuff like that. It's normally a lot more. I need to set this my room up more to so you can see things better. But I know for that, if you know what I mean, like people think that you could be writing something off screen. And then, <laughs> so. That is that ah <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is beyond. That is amazing. I absolutely love that. I love stuff like this as well. Uh, give me just two seconds because uh, yeah, this is. Are you <laughs> are you able to do that again? Do you yeah. think? Yeah. Give yeah. me two. Give me two seconds. I'm just going to. Uh, do, 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 if I can, in fact, I'll do it on here instead. So, bam, 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 bam. Give me just two seconds. Mm. I'll, I'll shuffle while you wait and. <laughs> I'm not very good, so things go everywhere. There's cards everywhere, man. It's disgusting. Right, then. Just what I'm trying to do is, Scott, if you, uh, if, if I can borrow you for a second, Scott, this would be amazing if I can just do this. If that's okay with you, Scott, I'm sure it will be. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Are you getting him on video? Or... Yes. Yeah, oh, I'm right. gonna get him. I'm gonna get him to come on, and then I'll jump off, and then he can try this one out as well. <laughs> no, that's all right. I I need to um straight this streamyard's actually really good. I should have looked into <laughs> it before. You know, like how how you work it. It's really compared to like all the other stuff that's out there. It's all too confusing. Yeah. Right. So we have got Scott coming on now. Here we go. Yo. Howdy. 
Well, okay. He's got, so he's got good lighting. I got bad lighting. And he's got, got very good like lighting. Yeah. It's like a pattern <laughs> that goes across. So I'm going to. Hang on. Can I? What happens? Oh, there we go. Look at that. That's, That's all right. Oh yeah. Uh, right. So what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to jump off, and then Scott is going to. Uh, do the I'm going to watch from the green room because I just think it's amazing. So I'm going to jump <laughs> off. So and then you can do it again. Here we go. Okay. Oh. How's it going? I'm not too bad, mate. How are you? Thanks for coming on, right. mate. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Oh, cheers. I've, I'll um, review it afterwards. I won't watch it back. I used to do journalism and I made it a rule never to watch my interviews back. <laughs> do when you hear your own voice. Oh, mate. You just... Yeah, I'm dreading watching this back. Oh, I sound. I, sound, I always say I sound like Game of Thrones, but like <laughs> more northern. But it's the same again. But just tell me coming, when... It winter is actually. Is... That's a good shot. That's the only thing from Game of Thrones that I'll remember is the name. <laughs> winter is coming. That's a short title, right? I'll get to it, or I'll end up rambling with you for ages. Um, just tell me when to stop again. Uh, stop. Okay. My eyes are shut. Um, do I need to turn it or move it or uh, upside down? The other way around. Okay, I got it. You got it. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, please hit box. Okay. And there's no no holes in that box. That's the thing. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I could be not showing you anything then. That is bad. <laughs> um. So it's just the same again, really. It's I'm going to try and get the information while you answer a completely unrelated question and it's okay. the same questions really so just firstly think if this is an animal or a sport okay. and if you had to choose to live in the city or the countryside uh, which would you prefer the countryside a man after my own heart there was that one <laughs> i like the country it's a lot more no that's a lot more peaceful yeah like that. so when you were answering that is this a sport that you're thinking of this time <laughs> yeah okay Oh, there's too many sports. The thing, oh, this is why it gets hard. So, um, again, it's think if it's one or two or three words. So if it, I'm, I should have brought examples down so I can give them. Some, <laughs> so if it, if it was like American croquet society, it'd be three words. Okay. Um, and while you're thinking of that, um, what was your favourite subject at school? Uh, history. History. That's an interesting one because now I've not. Out of every, most people go for, say, like, English or, so history. Yeah. I had a good teacher. They're the best, aren't they? The teachers make it. Um, so, um, is this one word again? Like, <laughs> this was originally just one word. Okay. What's going on? Um, okay, so lastly, again, think of the sport. I suppose it's different to draw it. So imagine you're doing this sport and name any year. 1993? Uh, see, I felt a bit of err. Uh, uh, I can't count. Were you thinking of darts? <laughs> what like, is going on? <laughs> it was darts, too. What? Yeah, it was I'm, darts. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I'm back. I'm back. I, I was Wait, watching back. from backstage. I was like, oh my God, this is mental. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. It is, but I'm no good at the after bit. I can show people stuff and do stuff, and then the after bit, when people like it, I kind of just sit here and go, what do you say? What do you say right now? What, what should I say? So I just Honestly, keep quiet. I have no... That's insane. 
That's brilliant. I'm glad Absolutely you liked love it. it. I mean, that was amazing. <laughs> uh, right. Thank you. Thank you for joining, Scott. I'm going to. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to let you go. See you later. Thank Thanks you for joining, Scott. Thanks for helping. Uh, right. Thank you so much for coming on the show and obviously doing that little bit as well at the end. Uh, it's a it's a treat for everybody. Uh, Steve says amazing sigh with a smiley face. Stephen Wilson is OMG, no way. This is unreal, Simon. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely brilliant episode. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for uh, you know doing that for us as well, and obviously talking about your experiences and being so open with us as well, talking about your experiences through depression and things like that. Um, Stephen Wilson said we need to get you back on here again, Simon, which I've already said. You are more than welcome to come back, and especially when you've got your show like coming up as well. Let me know, and we'll get you back on, and you can talk about your upcoming show, and we'll get as many people as we can do to come and support you. Um, That's great. Right. Thanks for having me, by the way. So no, no problem, no problem at all. I can, Thank I can you. come back as um. I've, the only other skill I have is as, as an exotic dancer. So <laughs> there you go. I don't really. Well, <laughs> I don't want anyone saying they want to see that. <laughs> right. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining uh, for tonight, and. We will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. And from me, it's bye for now.